1: Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, November 9th, and we are here trying to answer your financial questions. Who is we? It is Mark Talercio, best executive producer in the world, and maybe the only executive producer of a finance podcast who also has his certified financial planning designation. So hi, Mark. How you doing? Ni hao. Oh, I love that. You want to say it in a different language every day? I was thinking about doing that, yeah. I would like that. Mark and I were just talking about traveling and how much we are so looking forward to really traveling again. Um, Maybe you are too, and and maybe you are a little braver than we are. I, I mean, I just think that anyone who's got little kids is staying put, obviously, which makes a ton of sense. And as everyone knows, after my hellacious trip to Las Vegas, I'm only going to get on an airplane again if for some reason, I'm going to a fabulous place. So right now I'm contemplating tagging along for a business trip with my honey. Uh, But I don't know, Mark, I'm still a little, I'm a little nervous. You think I'm being too wimpy? Well, like I told you before we started recording, if not for my toddler, I would have been on a plane by now. So if I'm you, I'm going. Yeah. But you know, what happens if I get stuck there? You know, like, what if I get locked down there? I mean, I guess I could be locked, I'll be, I would be locked down in a very nice hotel. That would be good. I guess we could just keep doing this stuff. Should I, maybe I should just bring, maybe I'll bring my iRig, my little thing for my phone, just in case I would not be able to go to the bureau. You know, I'd be really kind of screwed. All right. This is a place where we are inviting you to join us. And the way that you can join us is going to our website, jillonmoney.com. When you are on the website, you can click on the contact button and write your message, say, here's your mic question, no problem, and then we'll get it. But if you would like to join us on the air, which is so much better, just say, I want to come on the air with you. And Mark will do everything else. We have created this virtual studio situation. I was just telling my friend, who is my, the godmother of my poor-legged children, that I, I never have to go into a studio again to do audio work. And she was just like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And I realized, Mark, it'll be almost two years now since we've been in a studio. Don't miss it. Don't miss it at all. Mark used to work at CBS Radio, so he knows all the people. He would sneak in and then try to sneak out. And every time he would be like Mr. Grumpy, like, oh, I hated him. Oh, I always hated her. And he'd like walk in through the newsroom and just – and then we went through the back and you were much happier. There's a handful of people I did not mind running into, but – For the most part, most of those people, no, no, thanks. No, thanks. All right. Well, listen, I'll tell you who we're going to run into right now. We are going to run into Matthew from Alabama. We sound a little snarky here. We're recording at the end of the week for this show. And so all of us are a little tie-tie from the week. How are you feeling today?
0: So off of work early and going to the beach for the weekend for my anniversary. So I'm actually awesome today.
1: I oh, know. look at you! What number anniversary?
0: So, okay, so it's only the first anniversary, but high school sweethearts. We dated
1: for thirteen years before we got married. So. You know, <laughs> oh life. my god! Wait a second, high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now let's talk about this for a second. So, are you the same age? Yeah, we're both twenty-seven. So you met in high school, like what, in what grade? Uh, We were freshmen when we started talking
0: and then we started so-called dating in a sophomore year. So
1: I feel like dating in Alabama is a much bigger commitment than dating in New York. I don't know why. Is there more sort of like, you know, I don't know, like sort of declaring my love for you so early. I mean, it
0: it might've been, I mean, we couldn't drive at the time. So we even had to get like parents or siblings to drive us around and stuff. So, you know, I mean, maybe so.
1: I can't believe it. You know, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's a beautiful thing. If it works, it works, man. No looking back for you, baby. You're <laughs> on it. So what's going on? 27 years old, married for a year, but really like 13 years. What What's up?
0: So we, we'll get to the numbers, I guess, after. The question is, are we too young to take our foot off the gas and kind of I'm crazy about money, so stop being crazy about money, and maybe even start working a little bit less. My, my wife actually started going part time this week, so look, I'm looking to do the same thing. But you tell me if I'm crazy. Basically,
1: wait a second. What does she do that she's going part
0: time? She's a nurse, so you know the past two years have been pretty awful, awful for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks.
1: So as a part-time nurse, what does she earn now? Right under
0: $30 an hour. It'll be around 36000 gross, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: And um, will she get benefits through you?
0: No, she actually is still allowed to have benefits. She can still go to her 401k. She's going to do the 6% to get the 3% match. So it's not going to be a lot of money, but it's still, she does have benefits. So. All
1: right. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. And how much money is in her retirement plan already?
0: She has 66500 in her 401k.
1: Okay. What do you do?
0: So I changed jobs about three months ago. I am actually a paraplanner for a financial planning firm here. Ah,
1: that's so good. Are you going to get your CFP?
0: I am. Yes, I am. I, that well, is then the how are you going to slow down? Well, so that's that's the thing. I just I enjoy what I do, but I also enjoy doing other things like when I, I used to work from home. So I was able to learn Spanish for a year and a half, uh, play guitar more, be healthier, you know, work out more. So mine's more of like a lifestyle shift rather than kind of work less. Mm. But basically to see if we financially can do that. I
1: guess. How much do you earn as a power planner? So
0: fifty two thousand, but we do have the option when our firm does well, we can get a little bonus. It's a very small firm, so it's very close knit, kind of like a little family almost.
1: And you have a four oh one K?
0: So we have a simple RA and I just got eligible because I like I said I'm new. So it's just ah, that good. they put in three percent regardless and I'm gonna do three percent just to kind of match it. But
1: Okay. You guys are just married a year. Are you planning on having children?
0: A couple years down the road, we just got our first fur baby, and we're gonna let her kind of, you know, take that role for right now. So. All right. Where do you live? In a rental or do you own? We own a duplex. We live in one side and rent out the other. So, all right. How own- much is the
1: duplex worth? Three
0: hundred and sixty-eight thousand.
1: Three sixty-eight. Come on, I'm putting three seventy. Damn it. I'm not. Okay. I'm not doing any eights here. Okay. <laughs> what kind of mortgage? Uh, FHA. Since we moved in, and it's at three thirty-eight. FHA, did you put a smaller amount down?
0: Yeah, we did. We only put the 3.5% down because I love to be cash heavy and you know, kind of be liquid. So I wanted mm. to make sure. So we, and we also just bought a condo when we closed on Wednesday on a condo that we're going to rent out.
1: So Wow. Okay, wait. So let's just talk a little bit. The duplex, mm-hmm. um, the rental, the other half, what, yeah. how much money does that bring in?
0: So after property management fees, uh 1450.
1: Property management, what about like, other stuff like you so, know in other words is there are there other costs associated that that will pull that number down from 1450 to something smaller
0: unless something breaks in a month no and the, the building's only three years old we've been very blessed with no maintenance that kind of thing so far so um we don't have any other you know the tenants pay electric the tenants pay the water and all that oh, kind great. of stuff. So,
1: okay yeah. so does that 1450 cover your mortgage payment our mortgage is
0: nineteen hundred, so we're we're paying a very small amount to live in a four bedroom, three bathroom, two thousand square foot home.
1: Fantastic, that's great. Okay, obviously that's part of the reason that your wife could kind of pull right. back a bit, right? Tell us about the condo. How much did you pay for it?
0: So two hundred thousand appraised for two hundred five. Who cares? Um, and so we're gonna the mortgage on it's gonna mortgage plus HOA is gonna be around twelve hundred a month. And we should be able to rent it for seventeen hundred to seventeen
1: fifty. So that Ooh, should be- what's the mortgage outstanding balance for this? What did you get? 170. So One seventy. So twelve hundred a month, you should be able to net, let's say five hundred a month is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. Correct. Um good. Perfect. Now you worked somewhere else and you have a simple IRA now. What about an old retirement plan? Anything in there?
0: So, uh, forty five hundred in a deferred comp that I'm probably going to leave because it's a decent plan, and then fourteen thousand in a pension that I'm going to roll over to a traditional IRA soon. Okay.
1: Got it. Anything else? Any well, so you said you like having cash. So tell me about like what's in your non-retirement yeah. assets.
0: All right. Well, so we also have fifty thousand in Roth IRAs, but then we have thirty thousand in a brokerage account and only twenty thousand in cash right now because we just bought the condo. So it's a, a little lower than I'd like, but it's it's still okay.
1: So what you would plan to do is with the net from the condo and just sort of where you are in your lives, you're going to build up that cash up to how much do you think you like? Like, what's your comfort level? And what's, what is your real run rate? What do you need every month to live on?
0: So my wife and I are not very, you know, needy. With our mortgage and all being covered, we spend 2500 a month. So I would like around 30000 which would give us a year of runway with cash. Great.
1: Okay, that sounds awesome. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. So you feel comfortable about your wife pulling back to thirty six grand a year, obviously, right? I do. Is that a temporary move or do you think that's permanent?
0: I, I kind of think it's going to be permanent. We'll see. We'll see if she... And, and she's open to doing other work part-time to make a little money. She's just... She needs some time to step back and have less hours at the hospital. The way I see it... So, because I do the financial planning, I I like to run time value of money calculations. We have over one hundred fifty thousand invested. That could easily be between one or five million dollars by the time we're sixty, if we don't put another dime in. But on the other hand, I mean, what are you
1: assuming for a rate of return on that?
0: I go between six percent to ten percent, and just you
1: know, keep it at six. I would say exactly. Let's say six. And what are you using for an inflation rate?
0: typically two. I mean, I know it's been crazy lately. But do me a
1: favor. Run this, run this analysis at 6% return and 2.5% inflation. That's not too conservative. I mean. What do you mean? What, it's, you, are, you are built for being conservative. You're right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a guy who likes to have cash, you want to be conservative. And then you can work backwards. What's the worst thing that happens? Oh, you know, you're 40 years old. You're like, oh, damn it. I have more money than I expected. That's terrible. <laughs> there's a couple of things that go through my mind, you know, yeah, sure. You know, you could live a different life. I am very clear that if you choose the path of being a certified financial planner, that it's going to suck for a few years. It is like, it's hard work. Tell me more about, do you think if you got your CFP, would you still want to be sort of behind the scenes or do you want to be the kind of person who goes out and gets the money and brings it into, or Uh, goes out and gets the clients?
0: So I am not the person who gets the clients. So that's my thing. I, I, I enjoy the numbers. I enjoy behind the scenes. I don't think, you know, the way our firm's set up, obviously, if you become an associate financial advisor or a full-time, you know, the, the head advisor, you're going to make more money based off of, you know, compensation type. But, I like the numbers. I like doing the plans in the back. I don't see myself trying to go get clients and really trying to to bring money in. So mm-hmm.
1: The reason I asked that was that if you're the guy who goes out and is the business development person, then I think you're working really hard for 10 years to build up a practice. Right. If you're comfortable saying, I want to be the person behind the scenes, so maybe you make 50 today, but you get your CFP, you become more valuable, the partners love you, and then maybe you're making 80, 90, 100, then I think you can actually have some some more flexibility. I don't know at this firm, but I do believe that if you're not client facing and you're doing the work, I'm not sure why you would necessarily have to be in an office. Um, And if you like that balance, maybe that's something you shop yourself around for. Like, hey, you know what? I'd love to work in a different place. You know, for all I know, you could, you know, do back office CFP work for someone in New York? Is there any reason why you would have to actually be in the physical office besides the fact that you're in a place where everyone's in the office?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's for sure. I mean, I, I, the possibility to work from home is there. Um, and, and that is a possibility. Like I said, I guess my main concern is just, I don't want to have to make money, I guess. You know, I like my wife and I keeping low expenses. I like us having cash. She She's going to bring home, enough money to almost cover our expenses working part time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like the, I don't like feeling like when I go to work, I feel like I'm almost in prison because I have to Oh ask my man.
1: God, that's terrible. Well,
0: no, it's not. It's not the, so it's just my mindset in general, right? If you have to ask somebody's permission to take off work because they're your boss, that's normal. But to me, that's not normal. Mark, I he, don't know what he, to say he, about
1: this. He, well, he it's clear he needs to be his own boss. He needs to, if he wants to be a CFP, then he needs to somehow figure out a way to set up his own shop. Or, or maybe what you do is you say to a firm or a few firms, I'll do your back office para planning and be like, almost like a, a consultant, basically begin a practice where you're using your services and you're becoming a person who does stuff in the background. In other words, there's like a lot of people who would want an extra set of hands. Maybe you're particularly busy or maybe there would be a possibility of doing that. But I think if you're going to, you know, if you want the the stability of the firm and you seem to you like, you like the firm, right? You seem I, to like these, they're I, nice people.
0: Great, great
1: human beings. Everybody's close knit. Yeah. They, they are fantastic. I'll say that. I don't want you to give it up. I feel like you're young to have this conversation let's just sort of talk, generally speaking, mm-hmm. you guys are, you're putting in, uh, your wife's putting in 6%, she gets her 3% match. You're putting in 3% into the simple and 3% match. And you're both doing, are you both maxing out Roth IRAs? Yeah,
0: yeah. So the goal really, for me going forward, the, my financial goal in general is max out a Roth IRA until we're 60 or 65 and mm-hmm you know, right off into the sunset kind of thing.
1: I mean, you'll probably be able to do it with these low expenses. I tell you what I wouldn't do. I know that like the the duplex works great, the condo works great, but I wouldn't necessarily go out and buy like five more properties. I would try to focus on whether or not you want to get the CFP, where are you going to land professionally? Is it that you start your own practice? Is it that you want to be able to be in this company and really provide service to them? Do you have some other way to, you know, make some money? Is it that, you know, you do this for five, five, eight years? And maybe you do start saying, Hey, I've accumulated some money. I'm going to buy some more rental properties. And that becomes your full time gig. But I think you're on track to basically write your own plan. However, I would be remiss if I didn't sound like Auntie Jill saying there's a lot to learn from being part of a nice practice with nice people, and it might enrich you. think the message that I want to leave you with is this. You're on the path. You get to sort of decide where you go next. It may be that you love this flexibility, but you know, you have to really think about what is it that's going to motivate me? I'm going to have some kids. We're going to have a life. I just would be worried that things are going to change so much in the next five, 10, 15 years that I want you to relieve yourself of any sort of anxiety around money and also know that the path could twist and turn and It's okay, it's okay. You don't have to stick to A plan is like a living, breathing document, as you know, right? Because you do it. It's not, it's, it's a snapshot. Your snapshot today is this tiny little moment in time and it is a very lovely picture that you have. It is really great. You and your wife have done a great job. It's just now you need to really start to think about, well, post-COVID, what is it that we really think we want our lives to look like? And that's something you can talk about together. But I like that she's working part-time. I think trying to not make huge decisions in this moment, but just give yourself options in the future that will probably give you a lot of solace, that will make you feel better.
0: I I, I agree. I appreciate your your advice and your help. It's I get into my own head when it comes to numbers because I'm sitting there running calculations all day long, wondering, you know, thinking about everything. And my wife keeps me on track. She helps me actually enjoy life a little bit. So, uh, you know, thanks
1: God for her. Really? (laughs) Gosh. I mean, uh, anyway, I, I think you're, I think you are in good shape presumably because you are a planner, you have your state documents done. So, (laughs) Oh, Mark. So
0: my firm, actually, we have a lot of, you know, people we work with, obviously. So my goal is to get in with them very soon, but haven't been able to get there yet. So.
1: All right. Let's get going. Thanks for joining us, Matthew. Hey, if you guys would like to join us and gals and anyone else, give us a shout. You can go to our website, JillOnMoney.com. Click the contact button. And tell us what's on your mind we would really be delighted to have you on the air with us while you're there on the website couple things you can do number one sign up for our free weekly newsletter number two you can subscribe to our sister broadcast it's called Jill on money you can follow Jill on money or I on money wherever you find your favorite podcasts please go ahead and lift someone up today we are distributed by Viacom CBS. We release our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Curiosity, compassion, community. That is our mantra here. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know, with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know, kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Take off 15 discount not applicable to partner operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex you know.